0: It, it, it. Presented by your local Farm Bureau insurance Go, Go local. Go with a home team. Good morning. Welcome in. The college football playoff is set. And we'll have Michigan against Alabama. Love that. That could be a 34-ounce bone-in ribeye. And then also Texas-Washington. Looks like a good matchup, too. Our guests join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau insurance agent, favorites.com, in all 82 counties in the state of Mississippi. And we're going to go and welcome in Steve Dace, Michigan Insider, but I got to drop a little audio first. I think Steve is, saw this yesterday and probably thought it was pretty funny. Uh, Missouri head coach Eli Drinkwitz makes a joke about scouting Ohio State in the bowl game. Well, hey, hey, guys, I got a quick phone call. Connor Stallion's beeping in right here. I'm trying to get some few here, so I got to go. Uh, but, but as soon as we get done, you know, look forward to competing against Ryan Day, and, and uh, we'll go from there. Steve Dace, Michigan Insider, Michigan Podcast. Good morning. Welcome in. What did you think about uh, Eli Drinkwitz drop?
1: I thought that was the most serious analysis of this stupid story I've heard in the last 90 days. <laughs> Well, look, congratulations.
0: Y'all made it. Um, I know it had to be a blast to win the last three games and then, of course, uh, smash Iowa and grab the the number one seed.
1: Well, Michigan hasn't been ranked number one in the AP poll uh, since the final AP poll of 1997. It's never been number one in the college football playoff rankings. Michigan will be the first Big Ten team because this is the final college football ranking, so Michigan is the first Big Ten team to finish number one in the final college football playoff rankings. And when, when you look at everything, the, uh, the media industrial complex throughout this program, again, about a certain method of, of, that, of something that actually in and of itself is not against any rule. Is a certain method of stealing signs, which is not against a rule, or stealing signals, which is not against any rule, is there a certain method of it? That is, Michigan still has yet to receive any letter of inquiry or notice of allegations. The head coach missed half the season uh, without without one conviction. Okay? I mean, this entire thing and everything that was thrown at this program this year Right and, and, and time right for when the hardest part of the schedule arrived. Regardless of what you think of these stories, for, I, don't, I can't think of a program in recent memory. Um, the, the closest I can think of this is Cam Newton in the bag. Uh, did his dad take a bag to transfer to Auburn um, or not? And, but the, when it was clear that they were the number one team in the country, notice the NCAA was very quick to come out that year Oh, if you remember, and say, everything's cool. We're on the up and up here, okay? Right. And then Auburn went on to win the national championship from there. In this case, the NCAA actually conspired with the media and the Big Ten uh in order to try to hurt this program, and these guys took every single punch you could possibly imagine. Look at, go back and look at the Ohio State game in the game. Arguably the best player in the program, regardless of position, has a Joe Theismann-like injury there, and it's in the most important drive of the game and and this is a 15 20 minute delay they have to watch him get carted off and then on the very next play blake Coram breaks free for what is what was the biggest play of the game the biggest uh, run of the game uh flashes up to six five i mean this is an incredibly tough tough team and they demonstrated that uh, and and i think what people don't understand because of the way michigan chooses to play is the amount of talent that is on this team, uh, and in some respects, what you're what you're going to see on New Year's Day at the Rose Bowl, and I can't wait to be there, is you're going to kind of see the original version of Nick Saban's Alabama versus the current version of Nick Saban's Alabama. Uh, Jim Harbaugh flirted with let's have more of a wide open offense, and that's what we have to do to beat Ohio State, and and you know, he just head caved in twice in a row doing that. Uh, and reinvented this program, and went back to say, you know, I'm gonna play how I know how to play. I'm I'm not gonna abandon my identity. I'm going back, you know, like Rocky. You know, I'm going back to the streets to train again after I just got my you know face kicked in by Cumberlang, basically. And so Michigan looks a lot like what Alabama looked like from 2008 to 2013, uh, and and it'll be fascinating to see those two versions of of Alabama clash uh, on the most scenic setting
0: in the sport. Uh, I can't wait. So we're visiting with uh, Steve Dace, uh, Michigan podcast, Michigan Insider. He's walked us through all sorts of Harbaugh stories and Michigan stories the last few years. And now they're number one in the college football playoff rankings, and they'll take on Alabama, as he just alluded to, in the Rose Bowl, which will be great. And then we'll also have Texas and Washington. And if not for our listeners, if not for the alliance that was created, which was a bunch of nonsense, we would have a 12-team playoff this year. And Georgia uh, would be in it, who is also capable of winning it. No no one else is outside of the uh, the top four that made it, in my opinion. Now, Steve Dace, how surprised were you? We haven't been able to talk to you since uh, the last piece of the puzzle kind of um, – came together or however you want to frame it up, but were you surprised that Michigan um, and President Ono said, yes, we'll take the suspension
1: when it looked like they were going to fight it? Yeah, Barry, especially because I can tell you um, what they did to Chris Partridge, the linebacker coach, was completely wrong. And the media reports you have heard that he got caught destroying and tampering with evidence tying him to Connor Stallion's None of that is true. There, no, There is no such evidence tying – I can tell you right now, there is no such evidence tying any other coach to what Connor Stallions was doing. They don't have any. And if they did, I promise you, Pete Thamel would have let off college game day with it already. It doesn't exist. What happened is there was one young man I walk on, all right, before he went in to meet with the NCAA, Chris basically – he said this in his statement. He basically said, hey, you know – let's make sure we all have our story straight. Now, what is that story? Is the story dishonest that we don't know, okay? But he basically said to that young man, let's make sure we have our story straight. Um, And the NCAA asked him, hey, you know, and threatened him, you'll lose your eligibility and everything else. The kid breaks down crying and says, well, Coach Partridge told me before we talked to make sure we were all on the same page, all right? Well, so given everything else that Michigan's up against, they essentially threw him under the bus and uh, allowed a bunch of stories to come out, like he was basically you know like nixon 's plumbers, just you know uh, shredding uh, documentation that he was involved with Connor Stallions the whole time. Chris Partridge wasn't even coaching here in two thousand and twenty one when this
0: started Wow right? so yeah, he was an old miss,
1: right he was an old miss yeah. right, so they basically panicked and railroaded him it, maybe who knows what get our stories straight mean i we don 't know. I do know that that young man was very broken up about what happened to Coach Partridge, and then the very next game, just to just to show you again what we're talking about, the very next day, if you remember the punt that, that was blocked against Maryland, it was that young man. Oh wow!
0: Yeah. Okay, so it sounds like Partridge may have a lawsuit eventually. Um, Potentially,
1: I could see it, or he may decide, given the nature of this profession, he got his he got his word out. It's maybe better for him now, particularly because Jimmy could quietly make some phone calls for him. He, you're in the SEC. You know what I'm talking about. Sure, sure, okay? sure. That he's probably better off not suing and instead getting, you know, there's no need for a show pause or anything here. And um, he's hireable somewhere else with Jimmy's quiet blessing. It's probably a better career path for Chris. But what happened to him, in my view, wrong. That was completely wrong.
0: Okay, what what was your? We're visiting with Steve Dace, Michigan podcast at Michigan Podcast on Twitter, uh, Michigan Insider. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. As most of you know, Michigan Alabama one versus four in the Rose Bowl for the college football playoff, which I think could be an epic epic battle uh between Harbaugh and Saban. What did you make? Uh, all right with with what happened? Is Harbaugh mad, or did he just take it, move on? And and he's over it. And now he's he's like, hey, we're number one and we're going to the college football playoff and we may win this thing. Yes. I have to tell you about this game changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. And I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day.
1: Um, he, and, and, you know, I, I think I'm safe given where your audience to say this, if I made this analogy up North, they'd lose their minds. Okay. <laughs> but there isn't, he's a he's a, he, there's a bit of a, he's a bit of a Trumpian figure. Um, I think he is certainly more disciplined, um, and, 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 you know, than, than Donald Trump has been. But what I mean by that is, are, are there issues with Donald Trump w- in terms of, Doing things to make enemies that are unnecessary. And obviously, the stakes that we're playing for in that arena are much larger than this stupid but game. This stupid game we love, college football. But, so I'm not making a moral equivalency. I'm making a situational one. Does Donald Trump do things unnecessarily to incite people to be opposed to him, to incite his enemies? Yes. But then do his enemies go absolutely effing insane in response? Yes. And that's kind of what Jimmy does. He does things unnecessarily to provoke people, um, but, but what they will do, like we were just talking about with Chris Partridge, like somehow, just similar with Trump, like in my line of, in my day line of work, I, we don't have to have like sources and be credible anymore. Um, we, we, Donald Trump gives us an excuse to just flat out report things that are patently false, empirically false, provably false, regularly. Carbaugh does the same thing. Well, Chris Partridge was shredding evidence. Uh, That he was, uh, you know, uh, he was Connor Stallion's the mastermind behind it the whole time. Chris Partridge wasn't even working at this program when Connor Stallion started doing this. What are you talking about? Okay, this happens a lot with him. And so, on one hand, does he want revenge? Yeah. On the other hand, um, does he have a single-minded focus? I mean, you're talking about an individual. He is a master compartmentalizer, and that's probably where the comparisons between him and Trump end would benefit Trump to compartmentalize a hell of a lot more than he never does. Uh, Jim That's is right. a master compartmentalizer, master. Uh, and so and you see that with the team. Uh, they have adopted that. Their their ability to set things aside, to focus on the moment, like we were just talking about after Zach Zinter's injury. And that emotion, you're literally hugging his parents on the field. And then you go right out there with an entirely reshuffled offensive line in the biggest game of the year with 20 million people watching on TV and another 120,000 in the stands and break off your biggest run of the game on the very next play. And then on the next drive, you go for a seven-minute possession to wear down the clock, all right? That level of focus, you're sitting there at Penn State, which is the most raucous crowd in our league. You beat, them. Yeah, you, you, you beat the brakes off them last year. You rushed for over 400 yards. You took their manhood from them. And, and 30 minutes before game time, you find out, your coach is not going to get an injunction to be there. We're good. I mean, that, that, that has seeped into the team the master amount of compartmentalization. And that's even harder for young men that age with social media and everything else that's at their disposal all the time.
0: Steve Dace, Michigan insider on the Out of Bounds show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Were you surprised to hear Ohio State quarterback Kyle McCord is going to, into the portal?
1: Yes, but then I stopped and thought about it. Um, only one time in the history of the Michigan Ohio State rivalry has an Ohio State coach been permitted to lose to Michigan three times in a row and not been fired, and it was John Cooper. Um, you know, Woody Hayes wasn't going to get fired when he lost three in a row, but then fired himself in the Gator Bowl a few weeks later. Okay, so every Ohio State coach in the history of this rivalry that lost at least three in a row to Michigan has been fired, and uh, and there's only one exception. John Cooper. And so I think what's happening to Kyle McCord, who is number eight in the country in QBR, by the way, number eight, what happened to Kyle McCord is this is the de facto Ryan day firing. This is the the version of I fired all the coordinators. Someone had to pay for this. Someone had to be blamed. Of course, no one will stop and say, well, you couldn't beat him the last two years with a guy having maybe the greatest season of rookie quarterbacks ever had. You couldn't do that. So why is Kyle McCord your sacrificial lamb? But here's the reality, Bo. You know why Kyle McCord's the quarterback there? J.J. McCarthy grew up in Ohio State Mm -hmm. man. They offered him, they lied to him, and then they ditched him for Kyle McCord instead. He and then he went he basically went to Michigan and said, I'm coming after that, out of just spite. Okay. So if Kyle McCord isn't all that, and I think there's a lot of quarterbacks in the transfer portal that in Ohio State's team could probably be number eight in the country in QBR two. But, you know, I watch a lot of college football. I don't think Will Howard's any better than Kyle McCord. I don't think Cam Ward, who's 50th in QBR and getting all these million-dollar offers, apparently. I don't, I don't see how he's any better than Kyle McCord. I don't think Riley Leonard's any better than Kyle McCord. Maybe I'm, I'm sure there will be names that are not in yet that will go in today or soon. But I can't demonstrably sit here and tell you they're that much better than Kyle McCord, especially because they're not going to have Mecca Abuka and Marvin Harrison Jr. Throwing to throw to next year. Right. Okay, one
0: Harbaugh in his future. Do you just think this this will be an annual deal as long as he's there that uh the NFL could could come and poach him?
1: I think this is the definitive year. Actually, there are several jobs where he has ties. Now, now I can't see Kevin Warren hiring Jim Harbaugh for the Chicago Bears. No. I can. Okay. No. But the Chargers, the Raiders, these are teams and franchises he has very close ties, personal ties to. Um, whether they still want him, he is not the M.O. of the coach that's getting hired today. Everybody's trying to hire the Sean McVay clone, you know. The one team who didn't, um, my favorite team, the Lions, they, they kind of hired an old meathead coach like Harbaugh and Dan Campbell and it's working out pretty good. We um, love like, him, man. We
0: yeah. drop his audio all the time. Yeah, that guy's a he's, maniac. He's,
1: he's, yes, he is. He's awesome. And, uh, but um, I, I, think, I think by the time we kick off in Pasadena, Michigan will make Jim Harbaugh the highest paid coach. In Big Ten history, wow, and then and then I think what'll happen after that, I can't foresee a scenario where Jim would sign that deal and then still leave. Could I foresee a scenario that it's still possible that one of those teams I just mentioned, who who's, who can remember he's sixty now, he doesn't have he doesn't have a few years to rebuild. He needs to take over a franchise like like the Chargers that has a ready made roster to right. All right, if they if the Chargers come to him and say, all right. We've got we will hire the GM you want, we'll do everything you want, okay, and you can move your family back to Cali and your wife where she where she's from. It would take that kind of a, you know Willy Wonka golden ticket offer. so I, I wouldn't say no, but it would take the kind of offer that Jim has not gotten from the NFL over the last eight years. Um, and so I would say right now, seventy um, percent odds. Jim Harbaugh is coaching the team next year. Thirty percent odds, Sharon Moore is. And notice Sharon Moore is not a candidate for the, for any of these other jobs. That's just why he he's the coach in waiting. At me,
0: I gotcha. Okay, all right. We'll leave it there. I love I love the way you framed up uh, Harbaugh, uh, a Trumpian figure. But then where he Trumps Trump is he's a master compartmentalizer. And
1: uh, and you saw that Saturday night, Bo, when he. When he said, yeah, I can see Trump would not pass up the opportunity to really nail it in on Tony Petiti at that stage. Right. All right. And thus create a whole bunch more blowback, right? Here's what Jim does. Hand this trophy to Zach Zinner, our, in, our injured All-American captain, all right? It ain't about you and me. He, could, he understands how to come off the top rope. He understands not how to just wallow in that stuff. And so he makes people who shouldn't hate, who should never hate him, hate him. Trump does do that, unfortunately. That's right.
0: We'll leave it there. Steve Dace, at Michigan Podcast on Twitter. And Michigan Insider, his team's number one. They're going to the Rose Bowl, college football playoff semifinal with Alabama. Steve, we appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, man.
1: You got it, brother. Go Blue.
0: So that guy's excited as he should be. Uh, they're number one. They get to, We get a little SEC Big Ten, Jason. Uh, two historic, iconic, you know, programs. Michigan hasn't, I think, you know, and I think Steve would, would agree with this. Uh, they haven't played in as many big games as they would want to have wanted to, right? But um, they kind of went through no man's land for a little while between Lloyd Carr and Harbaugh, if you will. And I'm not sure Lloyd was actually an asset for the program during that time, but whatever. I think he was kind of Philip Fulmer-esque, but uh, we'll have to get Dace on during the offseason and and dive into the behind the scenes and why they went away for a decade or so. Uh, But bottom line is Harbaugh is so polarizing, but so talented and so good, and he has built this program into a, a perennial winner yeah. and three straight wins against an Ohio State program that had all the mojo and all the momentum and the two national titles in the 2000s, one under Jim Trestle and one under Urban Meyer, undefeated season against Urban when they weren't even eligible to do anything, you know, things like right, that. Right, yeah. Right? And I think last week we looked at it, and you, uh, Urban was 7-0 and against Michigan? He was, yeah. Okay. And it, it took our ball a little while. But he got it going. And once he did, um, and you know, Bartu called this. He said, Michigan's built to beat Ohio State in that game. In cold weather, physicality, pounding the rock, all of that. Ohio State's built speed to win the national championship. However, this is a different year. Every now and then we get an outlier year. And Bama's not dominant, although they're good. And Texas and Washington are both good, too. And give them credit. Um, I mean, Washington had a much tougher championship game with, with Oregon. Right. How about Dylan Johnson transfer from Mississippi State to Washington? He had another phenomenal game. I think that cuts both ways with the MSU fan base. Good to see the kid do well um also you know what might have been but he's in the college football playoff so um there were several schools that were you know sniffing around and he decided to go out west and and it and then the running back got hurt what was that week before the season so he wasn't even the starter um I mean they had a big time Running back, returning for the Washington Huskies. And I think he took an ACL tear or something, unfortunately. And Dylan Johnson has made the most of it. But anyway, Texas was not challenged in the Big 12 championship. Um, Washington, Oregon. Oregon just couldn't, couldn't get there. I thought Bo Nix, his press conference was awesome. Did you listen to that? I did. Yeah. Just class. Pure class, well done, and um, I, I can't wait to see what he does in the NFL. So we got who, who do who all, JJ McCarthy NFL quarterback, Penix NFL quarterback. Mm. We'll see on Quinn Ewers, and then Milrow. I don't think so yet. No, but yeah. but with if you're taking Anthony Richardson. Who knows in the new NFL? I don't I don't know. And as as raw as as some of these guys have been who have been taken um I don't I don't know what could play out. But bottom line is he's in the college football playoffs, so I guess the yeah. jokes on us. All right. <laughs> and the one thing that I said last week when you asked me about Alabama and Georgia was Milroe's ability to extend the play. Oh, his legs are incredible. Well, what happened Saturday in Atlanta? I mean, his ability to extend plays was a big piece of the puzzle and a big factor in the game against um, Georgia. So, we are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Let's drop that Eli Drinkwitz um, audio again. Eli Drinkwitz, Missouri coach, taking uh, having fun with the Michigan... Uh, sign-stealing scandal. This is what he had to say when he was interviewed about them playing Ohio State. Well, hey, hey, guys, I got a quick phone call. Connor Stallion's beeping in right here. I'm trying to get a team team up here, so I got to go. Uh, but, but as soon as we get done, you know, look forward to competing against Ryan Day, and, and uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, not all coaches would do that. And Eli Drinkowitz, the head football coach at Missouri, just said, what the hell? um he's got, hard to hate yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i guess he is kudos to missouri though missouri and old miss went in the portal worked out they're in new year's six bowl games old miss will play penn state in the chick-fil-a bowl in atlanta that is an 11 a.m kickoff so we'll be talking about that the tito's vodka bloody mary game good morning welcome in steve robertson a little bit later in the show Are you expecting a defensive coordinator in the next few hours in Starville? We shall see.